You're listening to the Brand Ambition Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. That's right. It's a couple days after Christmas, and I'm going to make you listen to Christmas music. You made me suffer through it, through every place I've ever had to go shopping or anything in the background or any Christmas-themed everything. And now I'll make you suffer just for those few seconds. And I I honestly, I can't take it anymore, even though that was a rock and roll Christmas type song, you know, a little electric guitar, a little bit of a a little bit of distortion in there, a little gain, you know, it it was a good Christmas song, a little deck to halls, rock and roll style. Okay. Uh, Even that was annoying. I'm done with it. If Christmas is over, I was going to do this on Christmas. I don't really do things for Christmas. Like my son and I kind of do Christmas all year round, especially in December. We do Santa Claus month. I think I've already discussed this with you. And it was great. You know, he got spoiled and I got to hang out with him and he's on Christmas break right now. And uh, uh, it's cool. I'll pick him up tomorrow. We're going to have a fun time. We don't need the day. He's got a big family on the other side of things. And uh, I would never rob him of that by any means. But hey, welcome back to the Brandon Bishop podcast. My name is Brandon Bishop. And uh, thank you for joining me. This is, uh, you know, this is one of those times that you're always weird for me. See, I'm not like emotional because I'm alone for most of the holidays. I don't, you know, I'm single. I don't I have pl- plenty of friends to talk to and stuff like that. I have plenty of options. I could go to parties and stuff and people just stopped inviting me because they know I'm never going to show up. Uh, not that I'm too cool to be there. It's just that I, I like, I like this. I like being at home. I got so much work done in the last couple days from like Christmas Eve till like I had my kid up until Christmas Eve and then, you know, up until like right now, this is like the last bit of thing that I have to do is pump out one of these podcasts. Uh, oh, oh, that's awful. Ooh. I'm on, okay. Let's talk about something real quick uh, before we get to headlines. And there's a lot of them to get to. I'm on a, I'm on a new diet. It's a self-made diet. It's kind of taking everything that kind of worked for me over the last few years. You see, I, my weight goes up and down, man. Like some days I'm freaking just motivated and amazing and I'm working out and I'm jumping around and I'm sweating and I'm just like ready to do this thing, man. I'm ready to get just a freaking rocking bod again. Even if it's just a rocking dad bod, that's fine. I'm cool with that. And then there's like the other three quarters of the time <laughs> where I just want to eat whatever the fuck I want to eat. I just want to not run or hike or jog or walk. I don't want to do anything. There's days when I'm just sitting in front of this freaking computer editing TV shows for literally 24 hours. And those are the days that are freaking slowly killing me. So I managed to get the heart back in, I guess, working order. The blood pressure has been regulated. I'm happy about that. But I, I really, I mean, it's wintertime. It's really hard. It's like freaking nine degrees out or something right now. And it's it's a pain in the ass to stay motivated. Like I, when springtime comes around, I usually start getting in shape like everybody. 
but I really, I just have to, I'm, I'm on this new diet. I made it up. It's basically a simple thing. It's hard boiled eggs, um, apples, bananas, you know, healthy berries and stuff like that. Avocados out the wazoo and, uh, lots of water, um, carrots, you know, things like just things that make sense that can fill you up quickly. Oatmeal's involved with this. I've eliminated cheese and butter and I might add uh, chicken because I just need something, you know, there, just some chicken breast, like stick in the oven, whatever. But garlic is also on that list. So that belt right there uh, just destroyed my life and it would have destroyed your life as well. Uh, Like on your deathbed, you would have looked back at everything that ever happened to you, the goods, the bads, the positives and negatives. And you would have been like, yes, my birth of my children. It was, it was great. The the day I met my significant other, oh my God, my parents, they always treated me well. But there was that one time where Brandon Bishop burped and I was sitting next to him as he did his podcast and it bounced off that little windscreen right up in my nostrils and it ruined my freaking life. Everything from down, from there was downhill. It was awful. My whole life was shit after that. So thank you very much, Brandon Bishop, for eating two raw cloves of garlic with two hard boiled eggs this morning. And then belching when I was in your vicinity, you prick, you've ruined my life. That's that, that all could have very well happened if you were here. But I'm glad it didn't, and I'm glad you're not here because, like I said, I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy spending these days because no one's bothering me. No one's bothering me. I'm at home right now. I'm in my little apartment with my cat who will probably start meowing here any minute. The only people bothering me are my shitty neighbors who are... How many fucking times can you... I I live in an apartment building by choice because I travel a lot filming things and I don't want a big house. I had that. I hated it. If I had my choice, I'd have like a little tiny home out in the middle of freaking nowhere. But how many times can people come in and out and slam their fucking door in one day? I'm going to time it. I'm going to count how many times. And I don't know, there's two of them, and they both in and out, in and out, in and out. And you know what? They're an honorary dungeon of douche members today. I freaking hate it. Bam, bam, slam, bam, boom, bang. It's like an Olympic sport of pounding on fucking walls, and they are gold medalists. Anyways, that's, I'm not going to bitch too much today. I'm going to kind of, it's, it's going to be more of an informative show today, but I'm, I, I don't feel like bitching. I'm actually in a very good mood. Got a lot, like I said, got a lot of work done. Picking up my kid tomorrow. It's all good stuff, man. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to bitch and bitch and bitch and bitch and ruin your day outside of that belch that I let earlier. So uh, let's just get to it. Let's get to it. I'm back. I haven't done one of these in about eight days, nine days, whatever it's been. I'm excited to talk to you people. I'm excited that you're still listening. And uh, let's get to the headlines. It's time for the headlines, baby. Let's get funky. Okay, I got to see the uh, new Star Wars Rise of Skywalker in the theaters and I'm going to bitch a little bit, actually. Um, not at the movie. The movie was fantastic. I have been lucky enough to see every single episode, every movie of the original, you know, the Star Walker, Skywalker, uh, nine, what would you say? It's, it's trilogy for three. What would you say for nine? The trilogy of trilogies, I guess. I've gotten to see all of them in the theaters. Uh, I think the first one I saw was in like 1979 in the theater. Back then, Movies were in the theater for a lot longer because there wasn't no release to DVD or HBO or Netflix or any of that stuff. It was in the theater, and there was no VHS afterwards either. You saw that shit in the theater, so it was in the theater for years if it was selling. And uh, I've gotten to see them all in the theater, and I'm uh, really proud of that. got to see the last three with my kiddo, and I'm real proud of that. And uh, that's a dishwasher in the background. Yes, I'm being very professional today. Uh, <laughs> it, it drowns out the, the neighbors. Okay. 
and it's just I'm hearing things. It's a Saturday night right now, and I'm just like, I, I get stir crazy a little bit because I am here by myself alone a lot. But at the same time, it's it's I oh I just fucking hate being forced to hear other people making noises. It drives me crazy, and I know that's me. That's a me thing. I live in an apartment. I signed up for this. I get it. But I'm I'm a very respectful person. I'm very quiet. I walk softly. I, I you know I. I don't bang doors and slam cupboards and stuff. And I expect that from other people, but I know I'm expecting way, way, way too much. But anyways, that's the dishwasher in the background. It's, um, it's not a, a tsunami or anything washing away my apartment. So don't worry about me. I'm, I'm okay. Anyway, I saw the new Star Wars. Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Not going to give you spoilers if you haven't seen it yet, but it's fantastic from opening to, to opening bell to closing bell, as they say in the wrestling business. The only thing I want to bitch about, though, holy shit, people. I, you know, I got online because a lot of these like YouTube shows and stuff, they they talk about like new movies and uh, there's wrestling ones. And, you know, there's all kinds of these YouTube shows that kind of uh, do reviews and do little things that may, maybe I missed something because I'm in a theater. You know, by the way, the new theaters are fantastic. There's another sidebar for you. The new theaters, I'm in a recliner, I got my feet up, there's like a little desk in front of me, there's big cup holders, my kid's next to me, I can't even see the person next to him, even though I heard him snoring. It's a, uh, <laughs> I love that. Now, I'm, you know, old school from the theaters where you're all kind of crammed together, they want to stick as many motherfuckers as I can in one theater, and I'm listening to people crinkle their their wrappers, and they're eating their popcorn, and talking on the phone, and, and just, I fucking hate those kind of theaters, like with a massive passion. I don't even go unless it's something I can't miss. But thankfully, the new Star Wars, just like the last one, are in one of these luxury little theaters where you're just kind of a boss laying there like, this is awesome. Like, do I have to get up and leave? <laughs> this is amazing. I just want to sit in this comfortable chair, watch this movie. The sound is great. It's loud enough to bleach out anything else that's happening in the theater. So very happy with my experience. Thanks to my friend Jackie for hooking that up for me and my kid. And they gave us like free Funko Pops. I got like a Kylo Ren one. My kid got one of those red stormtrooper things, whatever. But uh, it was a great experience. Loved the movie. But back to the YouTube people. I get on there. You know, do you people go into things expecting to hate them? Is that what it is? Because if it is, then you're just absolutely fucking stupid. Why would anybody have a preconceived notion that you're going to hate something. First of all, the movie was fantastic for hardcore, long time. I'm not going to call myself a hardcore Star Wars fan. I'm not like the guy who's going to go out and get a, you know, Empire tattoo on his arm or anything like that. But I, I, what, what are you doing? They just get on on the YouTube shows and they all have their little shows, the new rock stars and this one and on this one. And like the first thing I see is a title that says, "Why Rise of Skywalker Sucked." first it didn't it was awesome it was a very well-made movie that that really played to people like me who's been there for all of it and you're gonna why just why are you going into these things with such with such negativity it makes no sense to me whatsoever just get your head out of your ass now maybe this is like a clickbait thing maybe it's something i don't know maybe these people are getting rich from their negativity and they're just you know people oh i want to know why it sucks and blah, 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 i'm gonna click on that and i just wanted to see like easter eggs and things i may have missed maybe you know have just i can't talk to anybody about it because i'm one of the few that not one of the few that's you know i'm a lot almost everybody's seen it by now but at that point 
so I'm just on there, you know, looking, hey, maybe I missed something. Maybe there's a, you know, maybe they can explain something for me. And that's what a lot of these, you know, YouTube channels and shows do. And it, that that's cool. But don't go into it so fucking negatively. It, it, it's, it's annoying and it makes you look like an asshole. I don't understand people. And then you get online. Oh, the fucking movie sucked. Did you fucking watch it? Or what were you doing? The popcorn trick with your girlfriend next to you with extra butter, huh? A little hole in the bottom of the bag. Is that what was happening? You weren't watching the fucking movie? Did you see any of the movies that came before it? Because the movie did not suck. I, I'm, my, my opinion matters because I've been here for all of them. I've seen them all in the theater. I've seen them all just as recently as ne- on, on Disney+. Plus. I watched the whole series again. Even the, the prequels, which I also didn't hate. Yes, Jar Jar Binks was a shitty idea, but I didn't hate the movies. I, I don't know what... It's the social media fucking bullshit generation where people just think that their opinion matters. It don't. It doesn't matter what you think. And I know it's hypocritical to say that. It's like, well, Brandon, you're on here with a basically like a YouTube kind of podcast thing. And you're just shitting your opinions all over everybody. What makes you think your opinions matter? They don't. They really don't. In the grand scheme of things, they don't. I just happen to be in a lot of business and have accomplished a lot of things. And I have a uh, certain knack for talking. At least that's what I've been told. Would you rather me do it in a radio voice, an old school radio voice? Yeah, it's uh, right now. It's 5.58 p.m. on Saturday night. Yeah, grab your girl. You're going to go in the car. You're going to drive down the street. Yeah, grab some uh, rallies. Yeah, they got delicious fries there. No, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just, this is my outlet. I'm not going into this with any kind of negativity. I am here to speak nothing but the truth. When I say I love Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, that's me expressing my truth. But I don't understand why people have to go out there and on YouTube and just shit all over something that wasn't bad. And the way they do it isn't even productive. It's not, it's basically like, this movie sucked. This is what I would do. Fuck you. First of all, you're barely capable of putting together a good YouTube channel. You think that you're going to make the next Star Wars? No. Go into it with an open mind. Be excited that it's even happening. And then whatever it is, is. Let it be what it is. It's not up to you to make it what it is. It's, it's up to other people that make a lot more money than we do. So I'm fucking tired of all the negativity. I'm, I'm, this, is, this little hour and a half that I do this podcast every day is my outlet for negativity. I don't think like a YouTube channel shitting on a, a major motion picture is, uh, is proper for that. Go get a fucking podcast and, and air your grievances. But I think people's expectations are so fucking high for everything. Everything. Even their personal lives. They think that their wife or husband's going to be just the man I was meant to dream uh, be with. He was my man of my dreams. He's my destiny. And then he turns out to be a drunken fucking meth head scumbag who's, you know, banging like six people on the side. That's, you know, our expectations are way. I don't go into anything with high expectations anymore. I'm just happy to be alive at this point. Maybe I'm near-death experiences. Maybe that's what happens when you have those. But I don't go into a fucking movie that I've been, you know, I mean, 1979 or something like that's when I first saw the first one. Do you know that's 
79, 89, 99, 2000, 40 fucking years. I've basically been waiting to see that movie. I'm not going to go into it all negatively, negatively, negatively. Yeah. I'm not going to go into it all negatively. I was excited with an open mind. Was it perfect? No, nothing's perfect. Neither are you and neither is your stupid fucking podcast show. I'm sorry. Um, that's mine. My, my, my podcast show is not even your stupid fucking YouTube show. Oh, I'm already running out of breath. Um, Democrats are, uh, <laughs> oh, they got their impeachment. That's cool. But now they're, t- you know, back to the election and they're going to start turning on each other again. Uh, Buttigieg versus Warren is the new thing. Uh, and I love Warren. I really do. But, you know, for her to point out that Buttigieg had this like wine cellar party with a bunch of rich people to raise funds for his campaign. Fucking shut up. Stick to the fucking issues. That's what and save the attacks for Trump. That's all you have to do. Yes, I understand you have to beat other people in order to get to Trump. But you do that the way that I guess Democrats are supposed to do that. You talk about your issues. You talk about your stance. You talk about how you're going to change things and not make them so ridiculously fucking embarrassing as they are right now. That is your fucking job. Stick to the issues. Don't be up there. And I like Elizabeth Warren a lot. I really honestly do. If she makes it to the next round, I will vote for her in a heartbeat. I will vote for Buttigieg in a heartbeat. I will vote for Sanders in a heartbeat. I probably won't vote it off. It's Biden versus Trump. But I might because I just I don't run Trump in there. And here's the thing with Trump lately. I mean, he's given military raises. He's uh, raised the uh, let's talk about this real quick. He raised the uh, cigarette buying aid. Not here's the thing. He didn't do any of this shit. He signs a piece of paper that other people put in front of him. But he can take the credit because it's on his watch. I get that. Um, <laughs> honestly, the the it's not hard to sign your name and just say, okay, why not? So Trump's out there signing his name to a bunch of stuff. That's just trying to make a lot of people happy. And that's good. Every president does good things. Every president does bad things. Obama did horribly fucking off awful things while he was in office. And that's why I didn't vote for him. But Trump is not, it's not that those are normal presidential duties. You know, if you're a father and you're changing your kid's diaper when he shits on himself, you don't get applauded for doing that. That's just what you fucking do. You change the diaper. You fucking put on a new one. You put them back to bed. You get up in the morning. You go to work. You fucking support your family. You do whatever it takes to raise your kids. That is not something you need a pat on the back for. I don't expect that. Nobody expects that. When you're the president and you do presidential things, you don't get a pat on the fucking back. You just fucking do it. So, big deal. I'm happy that he's actually doing things that are positive instead of just a hundred percent ridiculous, embarrassing and negative. <sighs> Anyways. Um, so he raised the age to 21 for smokers. Now, anything that hinders people from putting a cigarette in their fucking mouth makes me a happy Brandon motherfucking Anthony Bishop. I, I love it. So if Trump wants to take the, 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 uh, the applause for it, then there you go, Trump. Great job. Why don't you make the, the smoking and drinking age like 35? I don't think anybody in their 20 needs to be drinking either. <laughs> and, you know, I, maybe I'll plan on running for president one day, but I, I probably wouldn't get away with that. But fuck smoking. I think smoking cigarettes should be completely illegal all the way around because it fucking stinks. 
Not to mention it killed my grandmother, killed my uncle, uh, maybe had a hand in both of those, and I fucking hate it. So fuck cigarettes, and if you smoke, you're fucking stupid. I don't care if you're my best friend. You're stupid for doing that. It tastes like shit. It smells like shit. And I understand. People need a relief. Jerk off. Rub one out. Whatever the fuck you have to do. But smoking is fucking stupid. And if I catch any of these stupid motherfuckers in front of my building again smoking right outside the entrance, I'm going to punch them in the fucking throat because that's where they, that's what they deserve. And if I don't punch them in the throat first, then they're going to get throat cancer. And that's what they fucking deserve. So fuck them. Can't stand these goddamn cigarettes. Hate them. <laughs> fucking hate cigarettes. I hate them more than I, I, I. Well, maybe you know how much I hate them just from listening to me rant and rave about it. Oh, shit. Okay, I had a bunch of notes here, and I just, when I was flopping my hands around by talking, I lost them on my phone. This is really annoying. I can't believe this. I, <laughs> I must have erased all of my fucking notes like literally i picked up my phone and i was waving my hands around and somehow i must have swiped and hit delete because i'm looking through these notes and everything is on here except for what the hell i was just reading unfreaking believable how stupid can i be and i have no idea what the hell i was going to talk about so uh, I guess we're just going to make this one up as we go along. I erased all the mail that I had. Um, I'm, I can dig up some of that. I'm going to have to pause this and redo it here in a second. Not the whole thing, but just, oh, my goodness. Technology, man. I mean, isn't it great? <laughs> I guess. But sometimes it can bend you over and slightly, slowly stick its pinky finger right up your bum. Yeah, I'm not happy about this. So what else do we do on this show? How are you people? Yeah. How are you? <laughs> Completely lost now. <laughs> hey, can you hear that? This microphone's amazing, by the way. Not only can you hear the dishwasher in the background, you can hear my cat snoring. It's, uh, yeah. Riveting radio. Fuck this. Let's get to the product placement. Okay, product placement time. I completely forgot what I had on the notes that I just erased for product placement. I completely forgot. You know, I, I, I'm going to drop a few on you. Uh, my friend uh, introduced me to a thing called Gold Belly, which basically delivers stuff, food from your house to your house from like iconic restaurants and places all over the country. There's two places that I've already ordered from. <laughs> One was Lou Malnati's Pizza in uh, Chicago. And when we filmed there, I filmed an episode to Go There, Eat That, at, God, like four years ago. And uh, thanks again to Maggie and everybody up there at Lou Malnati's on State Street. But um, it's in Chicago, and I tell you what, it was the best pizza I ever had. Now, they freeze them, and then they send them to you. You stick them in the oven. I wasn't expecting it to be as good as that, and it wasn't, but it was damn close. Uh, Lou Malnati's is the best pizza I ever had in my life, so if you want to go to Gold Belly, it's not cheap, don't get me wrong. This was like 70, 80, 90, 100 bucks or something like that for four pizzas. 
I know that's not terrible, but they're kind of medium pizzas. So, but either way, they delivered them. They came frozen. The four pizzas got here on, I think, Christmas Eve. It's four days later and they're all gone. That is pathetic. This is why I just started the diet yesterday. Man, <laughs> they're, but they're that good. I, I guess I have some. Uh, we also filmed at a place uh, in September called Yona Schimmel, which is a, a Ganesh place. I love Ganeshes. I freaking love Ganeshes. Right here in town in Colorado Springs, they have a place called East Coast Deli, and they have something called a meat Ganesh and, and, the, and the regular potato Ganesh. They're the best ones I've ever had. Yona Schimmel, very, very close. Um, but it's like the most famous place in the world for Ganeshes, apparently. Because uh, I guess everybody doesn't know about the East Coast Deli in Colorado Springs, but uh, I guess those are coming like Monday. So I'm super excited about it. Goldbelly.com. Go there, check it out. They're not paying me. They're not giving me free shit, even though they should. Um, this is just personal preferences, personal opinions. It's the product placement for today. And I'll add a, a Sci TV on there. ASYTV.com. That's my television network. Uh, there's over almost 600 hours now. We just I just added a bunch of stuff. We answered the we added the canceled show graveyard, which is all the old shows that we don't air no more. But I guess we air them now because now they're finding their proper burial place in the canceled show graveyard. So check that out. There's a bunch of crazy stuff in there that I would never a lot of a lot of cringeworthy stuff that I wouldn't ever put on the channel nowadays unless it was in a gimmick like the canceled show graveyard. Uh, Eva Lise, popular pro wrestler, has her first show going out. Uh, the Vibes, the baseball team here in Colorado Springs, the Rocky Mountain Vibes, we're doing a show with them. Uh, they have their second episode out now. Eddie with New York Ham has his third episode out right now. I've been kicking ass. My Story, Living with Cancer with Susan DiNapoli. We did her little Christmas special. That's her third episode. So boom, 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 boom. All this new stuff constantly being upgraded, uh, uploaded. Uh, Hacks Horror Show on the Paranormal Channel, uh, which is also on Asai TV. So you get almost 600 hours for five bucks. 600 hours of footage that's constantly being upgraded, uploaded. New shows, new episodes, new concepts, new ideas constantly it's like a little community built into one freaking website and we're going to be back on roku amazon fire uh, apple tv uh, we're gonna have our own app here pretty soon we're busting our ass people it's only five bucks yes when it used to be a dollar 99 then it went up to 2.99 yes you know what it's been five years things get more expensive my overhead increases you think i'm just going to come out of pocket for that no i'm barely making it as it is so i have to pass the extra dollar, what at ninety nine on to you, whatever it is. So I think you'll be okay. It's five bucks a month. That cup of coffee that you got in this morning at Starbucks was five bucks. Go without one of those just for the month. That burrito that you had earlier, that cheeseburger that you had earlier, that healthy salad that you had earlier was more than it cost for six hundred hours of my life's work, people. Yes, I'm laying a guilt trip on you because you fucking deserve it if you haven't applied or subscribed to asytv.com yet. A S Y T V dot com. Oh God! Welcome to the dungeon of douches. These people are assholes. You're not going to believe this. On my little phone notes here, there's a folder that says recently deleted. I clicked on it. Boom. The notes are back. The show's back on, people. Everybody. All right? Clap for yourselves at home. Clap for me. I found it. I figured out. I beat you, technology.
You thought you were going to put up one on me. You thought you were going to destroy my whole podcast. I've got things to do tonight. I can't just stop and do it tomorrow because I can't do it tomorrow. I got things going on then and then on Monday and then on Tuesday. You can't just expect me to reschedule this technology. No. But I thought back this time and damn it, I won. Uh, Dungeon of Douche time. This is where we take somebody by the ankles. We dragged them down a long, disgusting, dark, dank, smelly, rat-infested hallway, and then we turned them upside down, chained them by the ankles, tightly, 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 tightly. We screw that screw in there until they're purple. Their feet are turning purple. Their head is like in two inches of just muck, garbage juice. You know what dumpster juice is? You know that smell that you get when you open the dumpster and you throw the, your trash in there? That 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 collective liquid that just sits at the bottom of the dumpster yes their head is in like two inches of that and they deserve it because they're douchebags so anyways today's inductee to the uh, dungeon of douche is a person named uh and i hope i'm saying this warren laparte he's uh, like one of the heads of the nra okay so this piece of shit first of all he's the head of the nra boom done that's enough um but he's the nra don't don't uh, just let, me, let me explain the NRA for a second. It is a nonprofit organization. And I, I talked about this last week about people getting rich off of nonprofits. Well, this guy is the ultimate fucktard of doing that. Not only does he taking all of these fucking mind cleansed, brainwashed, stupid people that are supporting the NRA, not only is he taking all of their money, but he's basically their television channel crumbled and is off the air now, thankfully, because it was garbage. All the little perks and pluses that they have are slowly one by one disappearing. And meanwhile, this guy is flying his wife's like hair and makeup people around the world. And they're staying in, in, in luxury hotels and not to mention they're staying in luxury hotels. They're flying around the world. They're doing all these amazing like top level things. He spent something like $380,000. I know that number's not perfectly correct but something like that on just vacations and just you know spoiling his wife who he probably can't get it up anymore so he's got to do something to keep her around but yeah he's in a lot of trouble right now and so is the nra it's crumbling beneath their own feet and good i, I mean that i mean that so much every time i see an nra bumper sticker on the back of somebody's car i'm like fuck you do you even know what you're supporting you have no idea what you're supporting you just do it because you're oh, I like guns. I like America. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> That's all you're doing. I mean, putting that and a Trump sticker on the back of your car makes you just scream to the world. I'm a fucking idiot because I have no idea what I'm supporting. I have no idea what I'm putting my money towards. It makes no sense to me. You're brainwashed. You're a sheep and you're just fucking dumb so anyways mr warren enjoy your uh luxurious life while you have it because i'm hoping and i'm I, I'm, I'm gonna say this right now to all you evangelicals out there that are nra and trump's borders and you love jesus i'm praying to jesus right now jesus christ our lord and savior yes i will pray to him not really but i will pray to jesus that you end up in fucking jail and not only in a metaphoric dungeon of douche, but an actual dungeon of douche with real keys and locks and armed guards and nightsticks and a nice roommate named uh, Bubba, who's one of your NRA supporters and he really likes you. Why did you turn off NRA TV? I really liked NRA TV, Warren. 
Well, I tell you what, I don't get TV in here anyway, so I'm going to have to find me a way to entertain myself, sweet cheeks. I'm praying that that exact scenario happens. Enjoy it while it does, Warren. Welcome to the Hall of Respect. These people are awesome. I love them. Okay, this one's kind of selfish. I'm, um, I'm going to put Eddie Murphy in the Hall of Respect. <laughs> Basically, um, he hosted Saturday Night Live after 30-some-odd years. Finally just did it. I don't know what the personal issues were. I don't care. It was just really cool to see Eddie Murphy doing Velvet Jones and Gumby and, and Buckwheat and just all of these iconic, and Mr. Robinson, all these iconic characters that I grew up loving on Saturday Night Live. Uh, it was good for him to put away whatever animosities or whatever indifferences or bury whatever freaking hatchet he had to do with Lauren Michaels or, or whatever it was with Saturday Night Live. I don't, I'm going to keep this short and simple. And also, I'm putting Eddie Murphy in there because I just watched it. And also, I couldn't find anybody else who was doing anything amazing this week. I actually searched high and low and found nobody to stick into the Hall of Respect. I could put in some personal friends of mine, uh, Sue DiNapoli. I mentioned her earlier. Yeah, let's put her in there. They're raising money for yeah, ovarian cancer victims. Let's put in uh, Lisa Jenkins, who's uh, helping families from kids to you know men and women with domestic violence. There's uh, Jackie Bonneville, who's uh, raising money for like sex trafficking and, and, and families needing housing and stuff like that, and everybody associated with her. So yeah, there's a lot of people that I could be praising and I kind of just did, but none of them are Eddie Murphy. So, <laughs> but it was awesome. Wasn't it? It was like, okay, I've got a new star Wars this week. And then I've got a new freaking like Eddie Murphy doing all his old stuff. And he's still freaking awesome. Um, it was, it was very, very, um, uh, very flashbackable for me. I had a great time. Very, uh, I'm trying to think of the word. Um, what's the thing that people say? It was very, uh, very holy god i'm not good at this word game why am i doing a fucking podcast anyway let's let you do the talking let's get to the mail mail time here's the mail it never fails it makes me want to wag my tail when it comes i want to wail Nostalgic. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. Nostalgic. And then when I heard the Blues Clues song, I remember sitting there watching it with my kid, and uh, it was very nostalgic as well. So, yeah, Star Wars, nostalgic. Eddie Murphy, nostalgic. Blues Clues, not as nostalgic, but kind of nostalgic. So, anyways, I'm only going to read... Uh, let's see. I want to get out of here. I got shit to do tonight. I'm, I'm going to do three questions tonight. I've got about ten here, but there's always next week. So let me ask these top three questions. Jesse wants to know, Brandon, you seem to have a lot of issues, comma. Thank you very much, bitch. Um, <laughs> Brandon, you seem to have a lot of issues. Have you ever thought about therapy? Well, of course I thought about it. Shit's expensive, though, so I don't do it. Um, I, I don't see the need. Uh, maybe I do have the need, but I, I really don't see the need to uh, tell other people my problems and then let them assess them and come up with a solution. That seems like something you should do for yourself. All it takes is, and here's the thing, I don't suffer from mental illness that I'm aware of. I don't suffer from you know, things that I can't understand or explain. Uh, you know, if, if you've never had chocolate, you don't know what chocolate tastes like. So 
I, 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 I imagine those people would benefit from such a thing, but I've always been kind of a self healer. I've always kind of just, I know what my issues are. I don't need someone else to tell me what my issues are. I know my faults. I know when I'm being a fucking terrible person. I know when I'm feeling good and being a great person. So I don't really need anything. I don't have that, that blank canvas for someone else to draw on. I know what needs to be done. I know what my problems are. I know what I need to fix. I just, it doesn't happen overnight. So I'm working on that shit. Okay. But therapy, I mean, it's, some people need it. Some people say, you know, I didn't think I needed it. It may be the, and they, and they loved it. That may be the case too. I might eventually just go someday and say, Hey, I'm pretty fucked up. Uh, what do you think? Is, is that what therapy is? Like, here's my problems. And uh, this is, you know, and here's the thing, the person sitting in that other chair, that psychiatrist, that shrink, they have their own set of fucking problems that they can't fix up themselves. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I've always preferred to be, you know, the guy on the stage, not the person in the crowd, if that makes any sense. And I don't want to be the guy on the stage telling his problems. I want to, I'm the other guy who I got friends constantly giving me their problems and I'm cool with that. I'm there for you, buddy. I'm there for you. But I, it's just not something I'm, you know, there's very few people like my mom is one of them and very, very like maybe one or maybe, yeah, I, I think of as one other person that I actually tell anything negative to So I don't think that I need it. Um, but for those who do have at it, man. All right. Ron wants to know what TV shows and or movies are you looking forward to? I can't read the rest of this. I, I have the worst handwriting when I'm scribbling notes, but I think I got the gist of it. What TV shows or movies that I'm looking forward to, Ron? Um, Bill and Ted 3 is, I think, either next year or the year after. I know they're making it. Um, I can't wait for that, man. I, the first one, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, I saw maybe with my friend Bob Burns probably like 20 times uh, that first week. I remember we knew somebody at the theater down there in Monroe, Michigan, and we watched it once, paid for it once, and kept going back, 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 back. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait till that comes out. I, I can't even imagine. I'm just excited about it. Again, I'm not going into anything like, oh, it's going to suck. Only an idiot would do that, especially with this movie. So looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to all the regulars. I mean, the first five Rick and Mortys just came out. Now I guess there's going to be another five somewhere, I hope. Um, looking forward to those coming back on. I'm always looking forward to new South parks and family guys, American dads. I like walking dead. Uh, look, Oh, curb your enthusiasm next month. Season 10. Are you fucking kidding me? It's my favorite TV show of all time. If you're not hip to curb your enthusiasm on HBO, get hip to curb your enthusiasm on HBO. It's the greatest show ever made. It's the funniest show ever made. And, uh, I absolutely fucking adore it. So I cannot wait till that comes back on. Uh, other movies, I I can't really think. Uh, Ghostbusters three, of course, that's a given. Um, and I'm hoping the you know just from the, the trailer itself, they're staying with the lineage. I'm sure all the the surviving cast members are. The one thing that I hope happens, like when I watched Rise of Skywalker, the one thing I hoped would happen was all of the Jedi Force ghosts would come out. And they kind of did when you know at the end when they're hearing the, but it was just voices. Like, I wanted to see, like, at the end of Return of the Jedi, basically everybody who died came back. And they're all just kind of sitting there like, hey, what's up? I wanted to see Anakin Skywalker. I wanted to see Obi-Wan. I wanted to see Luke. I wanted to see Leia. I wanted to see all of them just sitting there smiling. It didn't have to be much. 
that was my only, uh, that could have happened. That would have been great. But at least they had the voices. They had all the guys, Kwajan, even people that you don't even know about from the cartoons, like we're on there. So, um, and that's something I did learn from the YouTube video. So they're not all bad. Uh, but uh, the new Ghostbusters, they have to have Egon. They have to have him come back as a ghost at the end somehow. It won't be that hard to make a ghost Egon with, uh, what do they call it, the technology that they do. Um, yeah, so that has to happen. <laughs> I'm really hoping it happens. Either way, I'm going into it with a positive attitude. I can't wait to see it. It's another one of those nostalgic things, now that I know that word. All right, Carrie says, I'm obsessed with true crime stories. What are your favorites? Um, I guess she means like informative murder porn, uh, like the investigation discovery stuff. Uh, I like a lot of it, but there's a limit because it's just so much negativity and death and awfulness. And I honestly don't want to overwhelm my, my thought process with that stuff. Uh, I like a good mystery, whether it's a murder mystery or not. I, you know, especially the real ones. I, I dig it. I like the first 48. I listened to a, a podcast and I, from Dateline, which is kind of puts me to sleep every night, which is probably why I have some fucked up dreams sometimes. Uh, I like, you know, some of the specialty ones they do, like the OJ one, the Casey Anthony thing. And I, the, the only problem I have with them, though, is I don't want these people to be celebritized. Now, someone like OJ's already celebritized, yes. And honestly, he was found innocent. So say what you will. Uh, do I believe that? <laughs> Probably not. But I just, uh, I, I, you know, someone like Casey Anthony, I don't know if she murdered her kid. It's a great possibility. But she was also innocent. But if she did murder her kid or the ones that have been proven to do these things, I don't want them celebritized. Stop that. That is why we have shootings. That is why we have mass murders and stuff like that. Because people see a Ted Bundy and they go, fuck, I can do that. People see this dipshit in Las Vegas that shot up the concert and they go, I can do that. These kids are out there saying, huh, these fucking other kids are shooting up the school and they're legendary. And then they go out and shoot up a fucking school. So stop celebritizing these people. Tell the stories. I guess, I don't know how you tell the stories without, you know, celebritizing the, the, the asshole that did it. But um, I, the victims deserve to have their story told. Yes, they do. Uh, it is unfortunately in the history books now. So I understand that you have to tell the story. But don't make these people seem like they're amazing people because they're pieces of shit. And sometimes I feel like a piece of shit for watching these things. I really do. It's really exploiting the worst possible time and, and, and moments of people's lives, not to mention the end of their lives. So I would really like to do a show on a side TV where we didn't really talk. I mean, we already have one called break to silence where a bunch of, uh, you know, moms and dads, and they're all talking about how they lost their children and everything, um, to domestic violence. But, and I'd like to go further on that, to be honest with you. Um, I would like to tell the story, leave the the killer or the asshole that you know caused the story out of the equation, and uh, we'll just honestly, I'll call him asshole. I don't give a shit. It's my TV show. It's my network. Uh, and then we honor the people. We show what they did in their lives. We we celebrate them. And uh, I would love to do a show like that. So if anybody wants to do it with me, let me know. Give me the meat. Give me the meat! How can you have any pudding if you don't give me the meat?
All right, my cat woke up from a uh, a long, long nap. She's been glued to the couch, wrapped up in a blanket that looks like a tortilla. So I basically had a cat burrito on my couch snoring at me this entire time. But she's awake now. She's making her way over to the food dish. No, 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 no. Stretching out a little bit. And she's going to come over here and probably start meowing at me any second. I know this cat. 14 years we've been together. So absolutely what she's about to start doing. Anyways, I'm going to ruin Christmas for the meat segment of this. I know it's past and it's not um, you know, relevant. Usually the day after Christmas, Christmas is not relevant anymore until next November. And that's good. That's a good thing. Take your trees down. Take the lights out of your fucking windows. It's over, people. We've had enough. Stop playing the music at department stores. We don't want to hear nothing else. We don't want any more jingling bells. We don't want any ho-ho-hos. We don't want any of that shit. Christmas is over. It's the 28th right now. It's Saturday the 28th, 2019. We have three more days left in the decade. So yeah, I'm going to ruin Christmas a little bit for you. And I'm going to do this real quick. So I may want to go to another place and talk about this decade a little bit. Talk about some of the shit that's happened. Um... So Christmas, um, I don't know if you know this, has nothing to do with Jesus. Um, it's the winter solstice. It's, it's basically when the, 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 the peak of winter and then things start going downward from there in, onto spring. Um, that is w- what the initial purpose of Christmas was. Uh, it got attached to Jesus and all these different things and the marketability in, the, I think, the 1940s and 50s, to be honest with you. It wasn't that long ago. So you're talking about 50, 60 years ago, you know, most of your parents or grandparents are older than that. Um, yeah, Christmas, uh, like, okay, let's, let's talk about Santa Claus real quick. We all know Santa Claus wasn't real. Uh, apparently, possibly, there was a, a Christopher Kringle, maybe, possibly, you don't know. But the original concept for Christmas was like a pagan ritual holiday with a lot of drinking, a lot of fighting. It took place in Europe. It wasn't like an American thing. We created the Christmas tree. We created the Santa Claus that you know and love today. We created the the lights in the windows and the, and the parades and all that stuff. That is all an American creation that happened within the last 60, 70 years. So don't think this goes back to ancient times. Don't think this goes back to the Bible and Jesus, because it does not. December 25th is a date that's very common in a lot of different religions and and, uh, religious textbooks dating back to like the Egyptian book of the dead, where Set was like the Jesus figure. And Set was born on December 25th. Uh, or I'm sorry, at, at winter solstice and set. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm making this all up. Horus is actually who I'm talking about. Set was the evil that took over at night when the you know the sun goes down. So it was Horus in the day, set at night. A continuous struggle, and then all of these stories came from that, and they came from the astrological uh, stories that you know the Egyptians were telling, and they wrote it all down, and it got passed down from generation to generation and generation until it became. The, the the foundation of the Bible, which was written by men who were trying in, in most likely in Rome, the, the modernized Bible Bible. And even that Stone Age times compared to now. And you people still follow it as if it's gospel. But it's it was written as a code. And I don't want to go off on a religion. I really don't. I just just let me get to this part. It was written basically to keep people in line. It's a set of ethics. It's a code of behavior. It's for nervous, 
you know, Middle Eastern people who didn't want their wives being raped and their cattle being stolen. You know, thou shall not kill, thou shall not covet, thou shall not blah, blah, blah. Because they didn't want their shit to be thoued, if that makes any sense. So anyways, the attachment, you know, to the Jesus and, and Christmas and all this stuff, and they called it Christmas instead of winter solstice or whatever they called it before, that all happened like in the last couple hundred years. That is not a ancient ritualistic thing. It was, it, it's, a, it's an Americanized holiday that has been just had things pulled from every single direction, things pulled from the Bible, things pulled from, you know, the original festivities, things pulled from, you know, stories that just manifested from writers. So, I mean, I'm hoping that people don't believe in the Easter Bunny anymore. I'm hoping. My son has never believed in Santa or Jesus because he's always thought there were characters on Family Guy in South Park, and they are, and those are real characters, the one that you read in the Bible, there's no proof that he's ever existed. So, and I know, yes, there's proof it's in the Bible. No, you're not understanding me. You're just wanting to hear what you want to hear. You just want to, and, and, and people, they only take what they want out of the Bible. They only take things that, are, that pertain to them and make them comfortable. They don't, they don't adhere to every word of the Bible. If they did, we'd be in the fucking Stone Age even more than we are now. Do you know how far like civilization would be without religion, organized religion. And I I will say this again, I am not shitting on your religion. I'm just speaking a counterpoint. If you can't debate like a big boy or a big girl, then stop fucking listening. Hang up. Never bother me again. Unfriend me on Facebook. If you're my friend, I don't give a fuck. If you can't debate with me and talk point and counterpoint, then fuck off. I mean it. Fuck off. Get out of my life. You're shit to me. Because I don't respect you if you can't talk to somebody in a, in a civil way. These are, you know, these are not my opinions. These are things that, you know, this is research that I'm talking to. You can't read the Bible and call that research because it was written by man. So I, anyway, I'm not going to go off on religion. I respect your religion and your right to do whatever you want to do with your life. Whatever crutch you need, whatever uh, support system that you need, churches do amazing things. There's some mega church that just paid off like $52 million worth of uh, hospital bills for, you know, I'm sure that all came from the peop- people that donated who probably needed it. So it, anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm always looking for a, a shit lining in the clouds, I know. Anyways, so don't, you know, I just don't want you to, to be fooled anymore. I think we have to be smarter as a society where we stop just say, okay, this is a tradition, so that's how it is. That's not how it is. It's not. That's why my son and I, we come up with our own holidays and we do things that make sense to us and mean something to us. We don't have to follow the, the traditions and the rituals of Americanized consumerism. And that's really what it is. Think about it. What's the first thing that you do when a holiday comes up? You spend money. Think any holiday. Think about it. Valentine's, you spend money. It's another fake holiday. Um, Easter, it's another fake holiday. Zombie Jesus Day. You spend money. You buy fucking shit. Fourth of July, you're buying shit. Every fucking holiday, even Veterans Day and President's Day, you're always buying shit. Whether it's burgers to throw on the grill or beer to stick in your fridge or a box of candy to give to somebody you want to fuck. That is what we do. That's, it's consumerism. It's all fucking capitalist fucking goddamn holidays. And I don't want to be in, involved with that shit. I just don't. Even Thanksgiving. I do Thanksgiving. We call it Turkey Day, and we do it sometimes three, four times a year. We have Marcy Cat Day, November 4th. We celebrate the birth of my cat, which was 14 plus years ago now. 
And even after she's long gone, we're still going to celebrate Marcy Cat Day. We have Guma Day, which is what my son calls my grandmother and what I called my grandmother. Guma. Yeah, we celebrate her birthday and we just do something nice for each other. We have Bunny Rabbit Day. Why? Because it's funny. Just making fun of Easter because Easter is completely bullshit. We have Santa Claus Month. We have our birthdays. We have all kinds of shit. We're going to make up some more as we go along. Who gives a shit? It's our traditions, and that's how we choose to do our lives. But I don't want, and I just don't want a society anymore that just falls for shit because they're told to. Christmas is bullshit. Yes, it's fun. I had amazing memories that my mom and you know my family, just they spoiled me at Christmas, and I, I loved that. I looked forward to it all year as a kid, but... That was like the 70s and 80s and, and some of the, maybe even the 90s a little bit. It's over, man. <laughs> no, I'm ruining Christmas. I told you I was going to do that. I just think, sure, celebrate Christmas. Fine. Call it Christmas. I don't care what the hell you call it. Call it Hanukkah. Call it Ramadan. Whatever you want to call it. I don't care if you do or not. Trust me, it, it, my opinion means nothing to your family traditions. It's amazing that you can get the whole family together. It's amazing that we get time off from work and everything's, you know, just shut down and it's focused on this one thing and it's, and it's family and it's giving and it's, yeah, we're raising the economy and that's all wonderful things. But the premise of it, you don't have to follow. You can still do the holiday. You can still bring the family together. You can enjoy your time off. You can have the big meal and spend way too much money on shit and get nothing in return. You can do all that. That's fine. I had to throw a little negativity in there, didn't I? But just don't fall for the thing. It's not Jesus' birth. It, it, I'm 103% positive of that, okay? But then again, believe whatever the fuck you want to believe. Honestly, I, I don't even know where I'm going with this. I just, I get irritated with the, just the whole thing, man. It's so unoriginal now, and it's so just been done. Maybe it's because I don't have a big family. Maybe it's because, you know... Like, like I said, my son's got a huge family on his mom's side, and he gets to do all that stuff, and he loves it, and that's amazing. He gets spoiled, and I'm so happy for him. Maybe I'm just a bitter piece of shit that I don't have that anymore. You know, Maybe I'm just upset. Maybe I want a big family to put up a tree. I haven't put up a tree in 20 years, but maybe I want to. I just don't have a reason to. So I don't know. Maybe I'm the asshole on this one. Now it's time for the happy ending. All right, happy ending time. This is where I have to say something positive, and I will say something positive. I am, uh, I, I know this is my outlet, and honestly, I lost half of my notes. <laughs> I did find half of them, but I lost most of them. Um, I, I'm a grateful person. I'm very, very grateful. I just had a wonderful time with my kid. I pick him up tomorrow. We have, get to have another wonderful week together. You know, we always split up these little weeks off that he gets. He gets, a, he gets enough of them. And I'm very grateful for friends in my life that are, uh, you know, being there for me. It's always rare for anyone, you know, and this is going to be me bitching a little more, but I'm always there for other people, it seems like. You know, I'm always there to support your band or support your projects or support your business. And I'm always there doing that stuff. How can I fucking help? I'm Mr. Helper, Brandon Mr. Helper. That's my new name, Brandon I'll just stay with Mr. Helper. That's easier. Mr. Helper, not hamburger helper, even though I love that sodium packed full of garbage shit. It's delicious. But no, I'm not, not hamburger, just Mr. Helper. And you know what? When I look at my numbers at the end of the month and I look at who subscribes to a side TV or I look who's bought my son's book or if I look who's you know bought the album or any number of things, 
and I don't see your name on it. You know, that just makes me, you know, uh, as grateful as I am, that just makes me a little bitter, to be honest with you. And it makes me not want to do anything for it. I raise money for people every single month. I do charities. I do all this crap, man. And I can't get someone to spend five bucks a month. That's 17 cents a day to support, not only just to support my business and help me get to the next level, but to enjoy all this shit. There's some amazing stuff on there. We got people from major networks looking at our shows. I'm not going to give them away unless the price is right, but still, there's some really good stuff on Asai TV, and it's, you know, my son's book's amazing. He did such a good job on it, and there's all these other things. Even this podcast, I can't get some of my friends, my closest friends, to sit down when they're not doing anything and just listen. You know, and, and here's the thing. That's cool. That's cool. I, yeah, the podcast, I'm good with that. This is my outlet. This is me bitching. It's a little too much for some people. I understand that, but... You know, with the, with the Asai TV thing alone, ASYTV.com. And this is not a sales pitch. This is just me going, what the fuck, people? You know, I put my life into this thing, and I see jerk-offs on fucking YouTube with a 10-minute show they do a week with just their face and some pictures in the background, and they're making 10 grand a week. Seriously, that's happening. And I'm over here offering you 600 hours of stuff, about 300 of it, which I personally filmed and produced. And I can't get some of my best friends to just say, oh, yeah, we got you, man. It's five bucks, dude. Like I said before, it's less than a cup of coffee. It's less than a fucking burrito or a cheeseburger or a a healthy salad. It's less than all that shit. And your friend's running it and owns it. And he's putting his life's time and effort into it and all his money into it. And I can't get five bucks from you to watch it. That's just, uh, you know, it's sad. Maybe I don't have any friends. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Maybe I've pissed off everybody somehow. Maybe it was this podcast that pissed everybody off. Who knows? But anyways, if you're my friend and you don't have a side TV, I'm holding up two middle fingers in your face right now because you're not really a friend. I still love you, but I don't have to like you very much. That's not a very good happy ending. Let me see. What's a good happy ending? Uh, I think I'll go in the other room right now and give myself a happy ending and I'm not going to record it. So thanks for listening. Once again, uh, this is the Brandon Bishop podcast. My name is Brandon Bishop and we'll see you next time.